Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. To our first podcast. I can't episode. believe it. I can't believe we're finally here. No, I actually can't. How long have we been talking about oh, this? Oh, Emma, we've been talking about this for, I actually want to say like a, a year. It's been a year or maybe less than that. I feel like we need to celebrate the fact we are here right yeah, now. Yeah, we're actually here. <laughs> busy gals with busy schedules. Yeah, we finally made it. Yeah, we finally made it. Guys, if you could see where we are right now, we're literally in this really cool, like, setup podcast room. I swear we've got someone famous next to us. I feel like, like very professional right now. Yeah, it's very professional. I feel like I don't want to touch too much. I love I love it. But yeah, welcome guys to the first podcast. We are going to be completely honest, like the name of the podcast, Real Girls Radio. That's exactly what we're doing. We're not going to hide anything here. We are very much winging this right now. Yeah. Not really sure what we're doing. But we love that. I think the best things come out of winging things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And actually, I was talking to my friend about this the other day. With anything in life, you are quite literally winging Wing it. it yeah. Like, you look at other people and think they've got all their shit together. Oh, sh- are we? No, yeah, we're allowed to swear. Okay. Let's make some rules. Yeah, let's let's make some, what's it called? Can um, we swear? Mornings. I think we should swear. I, well, not I mean, we should swear, but I think we should just say whatever comes to us. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm not That's someone, in my vocabulary, though. I'm not someone who swears that much, mm-hmm. but I might occasionally say S-H-I-T. <laughs> <laughs> S H I T. Okay, so anyone under the age of what do you say? Sixteen. I think I just cover your ears. Yeah, just cover your (laughs) ears. Anyway, what I was saying is, me and my friend were talking the other day about how, like, you look at other people and adults and stuff, and you think they've got all their shit together, Mm. and they actually don't. don't. Everyone's winging it. Yeah. So that's what we're gonna do right here, right now. And I love that. And so basically, we wanted to start a podcast because, I mean, I personally have wanted to start my own podcast for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And then when I mentioned it to you... I was the same. You were the same. So we thought, why not Collab, bring it together, together, do a little collaboration? <laughs> but the thing is, right, like, I think anyone who's listening, you may not even know our friendship. Like, we are, we are just very raw, genuine friends. Mm. So it's not even like, oh, it's a collab. It's literally like, we are it's literally two friends. friends who are linking up to yeah. have a chat, catch up, yeah. talk about all things. And we're and sharing it with you guys. In. Yeah. And we always need to have these catch ups. Like we never have time for it. You know what it's like yeah. when life gets busy and then yeah. you have to switch your friends it's for like so a month. So, you know, we, we're obviously going to talk all things. We've got a huge oh list 
of topics we've got, that yeah. we want to chat about. So much to talk about. But we're also going to be having, you know, private conversations. Yeah. That doesn't leave this groove, okay, honeys? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess just to give you a little bit of a intro into what this podcast is going to be all about you guys know we're very much into our health and fitness so of course we're going to be talking about all things gym training health fitness lifestyle and then obviously our own personal transformations Mm -hmm. yeah because we've come from two very different backgrounds Mm -hmm. or like journeys haven't we yeah so i think that's quite interesting we've come from very different backgrounds but we're living a very similar Similar life. life now Wow. So yeah, we will go into <laughs> so inspirational. <laughs> oh my god. So we're gonna go into all the deets and then we're gonna be talking about all things from social media. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be talking about like body dysmorphia and diet, diet culture. Yeah, diet and culture, diet house. No, food freedom, house. eating out, balancing health, fitness, mm-hmm. life, work, relationships. And we're also gonna be asking you guys questions or anything that you wanna send in to us that we're gonna address at the beginning of every episode. So Emma calls it what do you call it? Agony on. Agony on. I have no yeah, idea what that y- is. You guys but... know when you know agony on in like the columns back back in the magazine days <laughs> back in the where day. someone would write in their issue or their life struggle and the agony on. Right. So this is what we're going to do. Answer. So we are your new agony, <laughs> agony aunts. So basically, how it's going to work? You guys are going to ask us a question on our Instagram mm-hmm. and we are going to pick one to answer at the beginning of every episode. Yeah. Obviously we haven't actually announced this yeah, we haven't announced podcast, this podcast yet. Yeah. So we don't have a question at the moment. So we were going to answer a question that we get asked all the time. Yeah. Which is how did you get into social media? Social media. As a job. So, Mills, off you go. Oh, you first. God. This is a big question, isn't it? I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet, but that's kind of impossible when it comes to me. I don't know. Like, I started my whole weight gain journey, which we're going to be talking about in this episode, with Emma. And I just shared it all online on Instagram without any intention for it to explode the way it has. And I think a lot of people just resonated with it. Oh, I think I can hear that rustling. oh my god you can tell i'm new to this (laughs) but yeah i think everyone resonated with it and it just blew blew, up yeah it blew up it grew a lot on my instagram and then and rightly so because oh honey what you you know what what you do is absolutely incredible you know what's crazy is like i think even when i was younger i always knew that i wanted to do something along these lines and i don't know how but i just knew it and when i was underweight i was kind of trying to channel that on instagram but i never got to you know where i wanted to be because i was so hung up on my body and like how I looked and what people thought of me and all that stuff and I think as soon as you let go of that you start things to be start your to actually self, yeah and that's what people connect and people to on can, social media yeah exactly so that's how I got into it and yeah it kind of just rolls as a little ripple effect doesn't we'll, it? we'll talk all about this yeah. in the episode as today's episode we just thought we'd get straight into it and I'm gonna interview Millie all about her journey did you want to answer the question as well or yeah just like, i will okay. answer the question what's <laughs> the question oh, how to get into social media? Social? i mean i guess my actual full-time job is coaching so for those of you who don't know i have an online fitness and nutrition coaching company called empower online coaching which is my biggest passion i absolutely love what i do but then obviously i also have my instagram on the side which is i mean instagram is in itself kind of like a full-time job oh yeah i can't i don't i honestly don't how you do it all i really don't google calendar (laughs) (laughs) time block that stuff god Um, yeah but no i got into it because i 
I actually, at uni, I studied business management and marketing and wanted to kind of work my way up in the, like, grad kind of scheme and go into, like, business. Mm. And then I realised when I was doing a marketing placement that I did not want to work in an office nine till five. No. And that I, w- I needed to work for myself. Like, I yeah. needed to do something I felt passionate about. That was fitness and health and nutrition. So mm. I just started documenting it on Instagram. And actually, the way my account grew was from posting my weekly check-ins with my coach. Oh, and kind of like me. Yeah, it was kind of like you. Wow. Guys, if you want to grow social media, post your <laughs> check-in pictures. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, yeah, I just posted it. It was very raw, just mm, my check-in Yeah, literally that's what I'm doing. Bit of food, bit mm. of a leg workout, and it, yeah, it just started When did you start then, that? Uh, probably like three years ago now. No way. Yeah. So only one year before me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the I'm so sorry. I uh, to be fair, we have lost a couple of years with the whole. I'm not going to mention it, but the C mm. C O V I D. Yeah. 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 I don't want to mention that. I call it Divock. Divock. Yeah. It's like code word. <laughs> anyway, should we get into the actual Let's episode? Get into right. It. Sorry, right. we're chatting away. They have been cruel to saying things they don't. Okay, so, beginning of every episode, we're going to start with a flop and a fly. A fly and a flop, a flop Flop and a fly. fly. It's basically, the flop is something that's happened in your week that is a bit of a literal flop. And then the fly, obviously, something that's great that's happened, that's Mm. boosted you up for the week. So, Millie, start with a flop. Give me a flop. Okay, my flop, guys, I'm not going to lie, I have not been prioritising my sleep recently. And it's definitely shown because I am very tired I do admit I am a little bit aggy but that's only the past week so we're working on it I'm really trying to not be on my phone when I go to sleep because I think it's so bad do you know what you need to get <sighs> a Lumi alarm. oh my god that's what I need I, I bought myself one Lumi. and it is brilliant so I actually put my phone outside of my bedroom wow, when I go yeah. to sleep put my Lumi on and it is the most wonderful mm. wake up every morning it brightens your room and then you wake up to the sound right. of birds so even with me who has to set themselves like five six alarms Oh, it will because I sleep through alarms. Like that you can even up. wake up to a goat <laughs> if you want. I mean, I, want I don't to know. Be in like south of France, <laughs> goats in my garden. I actually have garden. a fear of goats, so I will not be setting it to that. But you know, I'm sure a goat will wake you yeah, up. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't mind a goat. That's on your to-do list then. Go get right, yourself Lumi. a. And a guys, Lumi. in the next episode, I will have a Lumi. I'm going to hold myself to that. Hold I actually am. Okay. Right. So my flop is it's actually a bit of an issue. Okay. I'm so... actually excited to hear this. So it's really starting to take a toll on my mental health. Oh, honey. So I don't know about you, but I have about 140,000 photos on my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I need to do a severe oh, digital yeah. detox mm. and clear that out and get rid. Right. So this has happened. 140,000. So the, the actual flop is because every time I need to get a video or get a photo from you know, however many months ago, yeah, it won't it's so... bloody download from Oh my God, yes. Because my storage is just not okay right now. Right. So I need to do this digital detail yeah. so I don't have the time for it. But anyway. I... Are you going to try to do that before next episode? 140,000 photos. Well, at least start it. I'll, I'll start. Yeah. My issue is I take photos of mm-hmm. quite literally everything and it is just not sufficient for me to take one i have to take eight photos of that's every, what we all have to do though you know and it's actually so funny because you literally upload one yeah yeah you take i mean sometimes thousands right? well yeah but you know as well no but i even mean like if i was taking a picture of this bottle of water oh right my here, god yeah i would take like 12 yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> no, we've got to get the right angles for the water. Yeah, you've got, yeah, you got to work those angles for that mm. bottle. So, yeah, I need to work on that. But, but anyway, I think that's quite a, a common flop. Yeah, it's a flop a because it's really stressing me out and the amount of times I've wanted to throw my phone at the wall. You dare, because uh, that's a lovely phone. <laughs> it won't, but it's getting there. But anyway, yeah. Fly? Okay, my fly. My fly is actually quite literal because yeah. I'm flying to Barcelona on Friday. <gasps> oh, that is such a fly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Have you packed have you packed already or? No. Yeah, no, God, I'll pack five minutes before I go. <laughs> well, my fly is. Oh yeah, guys, I had a, I had. Well, I mean, you'll understand this when you listen to this episode. But I had those like passion fruit martini things, like things like in a tin last night. I had like I had like two, but I was like, wow, this is actually really good because I don't usually ever go to those, like go for those. I always go for like a vodka soda lime or something. So yeah, I I usually have a, a little feel for those. Um, but your gal pulled through and she had them and she actually really enjoyed them. Was it good? They were really yummy. Mm. Honestly, tasted like I was on holiday. Mm, nice. And that's exactly where I need to be. So you know, it's helped. Fabulous. Okay, well we are gonna get straight in to the topic of yeah. today's episode. Which I hope is... this is gonna be too long. I mean, I don't really know. We're just gonna go with it. Which is. Millie's transformation journey, dun, dun, dun. which I'm sure all of you are very excited to hear about. I am. I mean, I mean, I I know a lot of it. Yeah, already, but I we're feel gonna... like a lot of people know a lot about it anyway. I guess it's good to have it in podcast form. Yeah. And really, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna start with a little icebreaker. Actually, mm. I want to know what is your most used emoji. Oh my god, my most used emoji. It's the oh, I can't even show it because you guys aren't gonna see. <laughs> okay, you have to actually verbally describe what you just did. Okay, it's like you know the one where like the tongue sticks out and then one eye's going up and one eye's going sideways. The crazy tongue. The crazy I'm wild. <laughs> the I'm, I'm wild funny and wild. I'm crazy. <laughs> that one, that's my absolute favourite. I'm, I'm quite a sarcastic person, so that kind of like, you know, tones down. The, what, the seriousness. That is something we need to tell the listeners. We are both very mm. sarcastic. So remember not to take what we say too, too literally. Literal, yeah. Very sarcastic. But then we can be we can be very serious when we want to be, can't we? Mm. Yeah. I mean, you just have to <laughs> have that balance. Whatever, whatever <laughs> yeah. Keep you guys guessing. I also want to know what's the last thing you Googled? Oh my god. What if Ooh. what's the last thing I Googled? That's gone safari. God, you've really put me on the spot here. The last thing I'm... <laughs> Wordle. What's that? Have you not done Wordle? Every day, I do Wordle. It's like you put you go on Safari, you type in Wordle. To, you have to do it after, because it's like a little... It's a little mind game. It's a little actually, word game. I've actually lost my phone. Um, I hope not. It's right there. I'm in my... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Nothing dodgy going on. <laughs> um, every morning, I kind of like warm up my brain so it's just like this little thing that you just guess the word it's like what you get in like a newspaper or something okay because it could be dangerous mm-hmm. no i'm joking right, i'm not up yeah. to anything <laughs> okay right so let's get straight into it yeah so let's go back to mini millie oh that's her tell me about mini millie your mini childhood millie. your upbringing were you active? Ooh, wow. What was your relationship with food like? Right. Okay. Like? So where do I even begin? My upbringing. So to set a scene, I am. I'm 24 now. I grew up in Berkshire. So very nice. I grew up with a very like very comfortable, comfortable upbringing. Upbringing, I guess. Mm-hmm. I have four, no, three siblings. 
<laughs> you went wrong on that one. Um, and yeah, I went to Catholic primary school, went to all girls secondary school. Um, I did too. No way. I went to a Catholic school and an all girls secondary school. Oh my school. god, we'd be able to sing like choir or what you call hymns together. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, and then I I started dance when I was three, so I was a. Uh, I kind of wanted to be a dance when I was growing up like a professional dancer that was my like dream job i did ballet tap national modern point i did it all i did festivals no way you did I it did as well god, they're oh so god, we are so alike so that was that i can't i don't really know how much detail to go into really because i don't know how much don't know. so what like, was your like you were obviously quite active then very active what was your relationship with food like from what you can remember so honestly i was like very free i, I remember my mum would pack me pack lunches have like we would always go to costco which is if you don't know it's like this big wholesale place and you get like massive muffins and croissants and like honestly i loved food i loved it so yeah i i never really had an issue with it and then it got to this point i can't remember the exact age but i remember i was visiting my grandma's house sitting in um in bed before before going to bed and i was on my laptop um i was actually quite young and i had a laptop so you know i don't i don't know how old i was roughly like 10 no, I'd say like 14. Okay. 14, 15, mm-hmm. 14, I'd say. I was looking through Tumblr because that was what it was then. And I saw like an Australian, she was like a very famous Australian model. And I was like quite obsessed with her. And I would like always fa- like fantasize about having her body. And like she just looked great. But I never did it in an unhealthy way. I was just like, oh, she looks like really nice and skinny. Like that's what I want to be like. But because all my friends like thought, you know, being skinny was the best way to be, like it just felt very normal to think like that. And then like she posted this like 1200 calorie diet on Tumblr. And I thought, oh, okay, maybe that's what I need to do to be like her. Like, oh, I, I never thought this is like the little trick that everyone does. So before this, I had no idea about calories. I had no idea about, about food. I didn't really think about it. The, literally the morning after, I remember so vividly waking up, going downstairs, not having my usual bowl of cereal that my grandma would give me. And I'd just have like some, some fruit, like a banana or an apple. And I would get up my calculator on my phone. I think it was like my iPod touch then. Mm. And I would just calculate Try, well, try and estimate how many calories I was having in a day. And that was it. That literally sparked everything after that. So... Would you say that Tumblr post was the one trigger for you then? Yeah. Wow. I really... Yeah. That just goes and to it's show, mental. doesn't it? Like, the impact that just one social media mm-hmm. post can have. Just completely changes your whole mentality. Yeah. Completely. But obviously, at that age, you're so naive. You don't really know. Like, you don't really think about these things. And you just kind of trust so much in, like, what other people are doing around you. So then, obviously, because I was a dancer, I was like... And my leotard every evening after school, hours and hours of dancing. I would always be looking at myself in the mirror, staring at other people's bodies. Obviously, this is like a very gradual thing. Like, I wouldn't be straight away, but I, it just became a lot more aware to me. That you noticed the I noticed a going lot. Into yeah, your yeah. About your body and body checking mm-hmm. and comparing yourself to other. Girls. Yeah, absolutely. And then it was like a ripple effect after that. I would look at. Do you remember Blogilates? Yeah. Oh my god! So I was obsessed with her. I would, I would do every single one of her workouts, every single one of her ab workouts. Guys, I was obsessed with trying to have abs. And do you know what? It, I've actually gone back to our first oh check-ins. My god, yeah. I'll bring this up in a minute. And I've read some of your previous check-ins, and it's so focused on your abs. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't even remember writing those. You know, like that's gonna be really interesting to hear about those later. Yeah. So yeah, and with dance, obviously, there's like this. 
it's really sad because it is still like this but a lot of dance teachers make comments about your weight and how much you've eaten or like you know my dance teacher would point at my tummy and be like oh you've obviously just had dinner I don't know just little things really? like that yeah and it would always make us like we'd always us as like dancers and friends in the class would just like kind of laugh it off but I really do think at that age as well you're so impress impressionable, impressionable and you really just take on whatever anyone says to you so also during that dance like during the whole dance phase every Friday I'd have like massive Friday feast we'd what do we call it with my friend instantly stopped that i was like mm, don't really want to do that anymore because it's not having like unnecessary calories and all that stuff so it kicked started with that and then yeah obviously like everyone else that i i've spoken to about going on diets and stuff you see it all online and you follow diets and everything so after this did you visibly started started start getting really quite skinny yeah well to be fair I think I was always very slim like I didn't need to lose weight no. um but I did I when I started to see abs I would still not really be that satisfied I'll be like oh I could get a bit more leaner so I'd do it again and again I'd do ab workouts every day but I would never really appreciate where I was I never really thought that I was like Lean that enough. yeah like that Australian model that I saw on Tumblr yeah. But obviously I look back on it now and I'm like, Amelia, you are even and more so. Like th it was... This is something that I guess like all girls can relate to, that body dysmorphia mm -hmm. that completely overpowers your logical But brain. again, like I had no idea what body dysmorphia was. I think it's like I've only recently discovered it when I went through my weight gain journey. I literally had no idea that that brain could possibly do that. Like mm -hmm. actually make you physically see something that's completely different to what other people are seeing in the mirror. It, it honestly blows my mind even when I think about it now. And yeah, and I think because my friends were on diets and my family were on diets and all this stuff, it just normalised it so much to me and it just got worse and worse. And my dance teachers would start commenting on my weight and I would be like, oh no, honestly, it, it would make really bad arguments in my house. Like my, my mum would address it with me. And yeah, would... this is what I wanted to ask mm. you about. Like, at what point did your friends and family start questioning what you were doing and trying to kind of pull you out of that? I think it was like year 11, year 12 sixth form fit sixth form time so that's quite a few years after being in, in this rut um God, so you really were struggling with this uh, for a long oh my god time. such a long time i can't even because tell it you even went into your uni years. because yeah because like i honestly it is it was so ingrained in me that's how i saw how life is going to be that's how i lived my life i didn't know anything different because mm. when you're younger as well like even before when I started all this dieting stuff you don't really remember much before only like holidays and stuff like I really did build this whole life and grew up with this way of thinking and now that I'm out of it obviously thank god but I, I can't believe I'm out of it really because mm. I didn't know anything else it was normal it was so you. normal it was for just me how you lived yeah it was just autopilot Okay, so talk to me about uni. How was that like for you? Because I can't imagine, like, I know mm. it was not easy yeah. for you to navigate uni life, freshers, going out, mm -hmm. like, social Yeah, so even before I went to uni, I went travelling by myself, which I don't think many people know. And I went travelling for, like, six months. And that was kind of a taster of what uni would be like in the sense that you meet new people, you're by yourself, you're kind of growing as an adult, being a bit more independent. So... Even then, I was obviously still counting my calories, trying to get all the steps in. And, oh, it actually really saddens me because there were so many incredible opportunities that I missed out on during travelling because I was scared of eating, of eating yeah, or drinking. And I was scared of not moving for a certain amount of time. I was scared of not getting my steps in. So I missed out on a lot, which I will make up for. 
I will. I, I, I always promise myself that I will. So then I came back from traveling, went to uni. And obviously with uni, like it's very sociable. You go out all the time. And it, I saw this phrase the other day and it's called drunkorexia. And it's basically this thing where you restrict so much in the day so that you can allow yourself to drink alcohol. And that's what I did, honestly, throughout the whole uni. I would restrict so much in the days that I knew that I was going out because I wanted to save those calories for alcohol. And wow. alcohol, obviously, like, it doesn't, it doesn't move into energy. Calories. Yeah, it has nothing. Yeah, like alcohol has seven calories per mm-hmm. gram, but it's not going to give you any Anything. nutritional benefit at no. all. So it's just completely empty. So toxic yeah. On your body. So I was really yeah, not eating. Literally not eating. And I don't want to say how much I was eating because it could be triggering some people, but it was just very low. And I at the time had no idea. I just I was like, okay, like this is kind of it makes sense to do this. You know? I, and I look back at pictures of you when you were at uni, and you just oh you. God. You look so empty. different. You just you can see how empty yeah, yeah you look and how lost you look and like you're you are glowing now like oh you, honey you are and like everyone can see it but it's crazy how much even like your aura and your mm. facial expressions have changed. Even my facial expressions, my actual even like my voice voice expressions, my vo- vocal expressions. Yeah. Even I actually don't know how I I generally lived. I really don't. I don't know how I made friends. I don't know how people actually wanted to be friends with me as brutal as it sounds like I was really empty and dead and there was just no interest in me I I had no interest in anyone else I was just interested in food and my body and I'm sure you had this as well but I remember when I went through my phase of like massively over restricting Mm -hmm. and starving Mm -hmm. myself and all of this I could not, for the life of me, enjoy any social situation, Mm -mm. any meal out, any time with friends, because the whole entire time, I'd be trying to work out in my head how many calories were in that meal, how I was going to compensate by doing cardio the next day. Like, my brain was not in the moment. It was just wrapped up in all of it, wasn't it? So you're never living in the present moment. Never, ever. And you may think, because I also thought this, I was like, I don't know if this is, like, the right way to live. I would still pull, I would still go through with it. I would still cut my calories. I would still do all of that. And I always told myself, like, well, I obviously am making memories because I'm here right now and I'm obviously, like, you know, going out with my friends. But, guys, when I tell you the brain fog is real, like, I actually don't remember half the stuff at uni. I really don't. I can't look back and relive those memories because, yeah, maybe I, I w- did actually live that, but I don't remember it. And I'm if I don't remember it now, I'm not, I'm not going to remember it when I'm 40 years old or 50 years old telling my kids how much fun I had at uni or whatever. Because to be in the real, like, world, I didn't. And it was probably because your body was trying so hard to just power through to yeah. keep you alive and functioning mm-hmm. that there was no chance you were actually going to be like remembering. What yeah, was like going storing on. those memories. Yeah. And what's also funny is that I was studying psychology at uni, wow. so I was learning all about this, and I was in such denial because it's a scary thing to admit to. It's so scary, and you feel embarrassed, and you feel like people are going to judge you, and you just feel stupid. And also, you just feel even more stupid because I think when you're out of it, it was so obvious that you were stuck and you were suffering and everyone else around you could see that, but no one knew how to, to approach it. it with you. No one knew. So it was just like, I just felt stupid. And even now I'm like, oh, I just, I'm so, I was so stupid. I it's just annoying. Yeah. Okay, that actually leads on well to another question I have. So if you could turn back time and talk to your, I don't know, 17, 18 year old self, what would you tell her? I'm sure you'd want to shake her. Mm-hmm. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I would absolutely want to shake her and slap her on the face. <laughs> no, but self-love, though, self-love. I... Well, what would you tell her? <sighs> Say, little Millie sat here with us right now, starving herself like... and not eating enough. What would, you, what would you tell her? If you want to live your life like this, fair enough, but you have to remember that you could literally die at any point. Anyone around you could die at any point. Like, generally, I know as it sounds so morbid, but it's seriously so true, and you just don't know when your last day is, and... I mean, to be fair, I was I was dead. I had already died. My like my mental brain had actually died. So I kind of felt that in some way, and I just want to tell her, like, you know, it's not worth it. You know, that counting calories and being and like well, the calories that you were counting and obviously restricting so much, you know, it's not worth it, and you know that inevitably you're going to have to come out of it. So why are you going to waste such vital? amazing years of your life when you're young and free why do that when you oh can God, look i've got goosebumps oh honey <laughs> just so proud of you oh that's the thing like life is for living and food is such it's an important a, yeah. part of that like it sounds so cliche so important mm-hmm. i really don't think anyone realizes yeah. they really don't and i never realized i really didn't I, i'd hear people say it i'd hear i'd listen to all these health and fitness podcasts listen to everything about losing your period and I don't know, like, gut health and all this stuff. I was just trying to get on with everything and, like, learn everything. But I would never fully, like, apply it to myself. And it was because I was in denial and it was because I I thought that, yeah, these people are saying that, but I'm kind of different. I just thought I was yeah. different. It's like I most people, invincible. you can never really, like, take that on, that no. you're the one actually yeah. suffering. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would tell her that. I would just say, it's, it, you know it's not worth it. You know. And it's inevitable that you're going to have to come out of it. If you want to have a happy, healthy life, you know that there's going to be a point where you're going to need to remove yourself from that. So, why wait? And I'm bloody glad you did. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm bloody glad you're here with me today with me as well. <laughs> Help me um, with it. So, let's, you know, talk about that transformation well, yes. journey. Like, I want to know, is there a day 
was there a trigger that made you think, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stop this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna change and I'm gonna transform. Yeah. So there was a day I remember in lockdown, so in twenty twenty. I remember I was wearing this like blue so I'm getting really detailed but oh, I'm wow. reliving no, this. I love the detail. I was wearing this blue workout like workout set. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I was taking some pictures and I was like oh, like, you actually look really skinny. Like, those arms. I was, like, kind of analysing everything. I was, like, my veins. I was, like, hmm, I don't know if I'm attracted to that. Like, I don't think that looks very nice. But I kind of just brushed off, went back downstairs, made my lunch, which was very low-calorie, went, you know, got on with my day. And then a couple of days after that, my friend, my best friend, messaged me. She asked me if I was okay. And I was, like, mm, what do you mean? And then she went into it and she said, well, you're just, you're just looking really skinny and a lot of people who I know and who are friends with you as well, they've kind of come to me and asked if you're okay. So I just want to ask if you're okay. And she's someone that just doesn't address... She hates being serious. She hates addressing things like this. So when I saw that message, my heart dropped. I was like, oh my God. It kind of hit you that something was wrong. It was just, yeah, really not a nice feeling. And so I said to myself, right, okay, I'm going to just try change this. And then at the time, I still had my fitness account, which is actually called Amelia Jufa. I uploaded a post then and I said... And it was of me in that blue workout um, set. And I made this post about weight gain. And I said, you look, I'm going to try gain weight. And at the time, I actually didn't see anyone gain weight on Instagram. So I was petrified mm-hmm. for saying this on Instagram, and let alone my page, which was like also all about kind of staying lean and, you know. Abs. You know, yeah, yeah. abs. So it was a completely girl. different avenue that I was going down. And I got so much support. And I did up my calories a bit, but... As always, I was scared and I went to visit my uni friends back in Brighton once COVID restrictions were kind of eased and one of them said, like, are you still gaining weight? Like, how is it going? Kind of questioning it and I was like, oh, shit, like, like I'm obviously not getting away with this. Like, mm. I thought I could get away with the fact that I'm saying I'm gaining weight, but... Not actually, not actually really no, actioning I'm not it. actually gaining or weight. going, like, Yeah, like, I, I have up my calories, but I'm not actually seeing the weight gain on me. So I was kind of caught red-handed there. And... About a couple of weeks after that was when we connected. Mm. And I think I replied to a, a story of a transformation that you posted. Mm. And yeah. I was like, oh, I love it. Like, I can't remember. I just showed my interest in you, didn't I? Yeah, then... yeah. I think you did a couple of times. You yeah. showed interest. And I think you were apprehensive mm. of actually committing because you know once you sign up to online coaching or whatever it's kind of like what's happening yeah. now someone, someone else, else is now holding watching you exactly. accountable which is what it takes yeah, a lot exactly. of the time to make that change yeah so yeah so we were kind of new not we knew each other we, we, we were, followed yeah. each other for which a long time by the time by the way i don't know why you followed me because i was just like i had like what a thousand followers yeah, yeah. i was just like I, kind of not really i don't know how i found your account i don't but clearly i, I loved your stuff from day one <laughs> fan over here from the beginning <laughs> um so yeah anyway we connected and emma i you know what i don't know if i told you this but <laughs> i came to you wanting to to still lose weight but kind of like body recomp but still i've got i've got your weight. overall goal right here in front of me actually. oh my god do you want to read it yeah i'll read it so i want to gain a little bit of muscle around my glutes not any fat gain i also want to get stronger in my upper body and my abs i want to stop being so self-conscious about my skinny arms i've always had a slim physique and sometimes a girl with just like a little bit of a curve while maintaining some ab oh my god i'm actually crying I'm oh, actually crying. Please. I've never heard of this before. Oh, my hand. 
Overall, I want to feel confident and not constantly feel like people look at me and think she's so skinny. Hopefully this journey will also help me regain my period again. I can't believe that. And oh, <laughs> I know. I don't and, know, I think it's just because I've never heard of it before. And reading that as well makes me see like at the beginning and especially from what you've just told me it was like you were doing it for other people yeah but luckily throughout this journey oh. you found yourself and you realized you needed to do it for you mm-hmm. and you know and you've stepped yeah. into the best version of you now yeah and guys can i say like i obviously i from that you can you can see that i had no intention to actually gain weight mm-hmm. and the, the obviously the weight gain that i've I've actually gained and I think it's been like 20 kg or something now yeah, but um, about 20 kilos yeah I had no intention and so obviously went to Emma didn't want to gain weight I didn't I, I she said let's go on a reverse diet I heard diet and I was like this is great yeah it's just another diet that I can you know follow. and you were very 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 resistant at first yeah, and you kept wanting to go backwards and stop maintain yeah. not not continue God, mental. Can I read a check-in? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm going to hold myself. <sighs> yes. Okay, so this is November 2020. You were 53 kilos uh, around sort of four or five weeks into your weight gain journey. So this is your check-in. Hey, Emma, I've been feeling really low in terms of my body image this week, especially after seeing the measurements go up and increase, especially around my stomach and waist. I know measurements fluctuate, but I definitely look fuller. So I'm just not liking how I look at all and seeing my abs disappear. But I guess that's just part of the process. And then you say about how you're finding it really hard to eat your food and your Mm. mindset is holding you back. Carbs are hard to to hit. Mm. I can't believe I even like would say that to you as well. Because I think this just shows how much trust I had in you. Because, guys, when I say I haven't even spoken to my mum properly about this, which is crazy, I just don't speak really to anyone about it. Obviously, now I speak to my friends about it all the time. But in that moment, when I was little Millie, I I found that so hard to tell you. Mm-hmm. I did, because I, I was just, like, did. so embarrassed. And it just, yeah, it just shows that I had so much trust in you. I think... You know, for anyone who is going through a weight gain journey, I know how scary it is. Mm. I know how how daunting it is to go in that opposite direction and how you feel completely out of control. Yeah, like, I out, get out that. Control. But this is why you need someone to hold your hand a lot of the time and to be there and support you and, you know, pull you through mm-hmm. it when you are having those doubts and stuff. Yeah, but so many doubts. I will read a positive check-in just a couple of weeks after that okay so any of you guys who are listening to this who you know you might be having those similar sort of feels right now that millie did about you know abs disappearing weight going yeah up. and i know a lot of you guys you come to me and you you have the same worries so that that is a lot of the time yeah at the beginning but mm-hmm. it does get better and it does mm-hmm. change and your mindset starts to change mm-hmm. so this is a check-in a couple of weeks later you say I've got to say, I'm feeling really different now. I'm really enjoying this new phase. I feel like my body is responding so well and I was actually looking at my bum this morning and I cannot believe how much it has grown. (laughs) It looks like a proper peach. (laughs) That's what I wanted. (laughs) And then you say, I've been reflecting so much recently and my mindset as well has just improved like crazy. Genuinely, words cannot describe my love and gratitude for you. And then you actually say... Weight gain just isn't popular at all on Instagram. Mm. So no matter who it is, it's always going to be a hard goal to stick with. 
And this is what I want to say to you. Wow. Like, I'm so proud of you because you're right. Weight gain back then was not popular. It was not spoken about. It was not trendy. Not trending. No. You have made that change on social media. And you Dang. are leading the way for weight gain. You are. Like, you are such an inspiration. Oh like, you are changing the lives of so many women. I can't believe that, honestly. Do you feel proud of yourself? I do. I really do. But also there is that imposter syndrome because I do always doubt myself. But that is something I'm working on. Because it's crazy now because that's all I see is just being your healthier self and a lot of people that I see on Instagram are on a weight gain journey and I can't believe that I kind of... Did I start that? You started it. I mean, I'm sure there were you know, sure, people out there. Yeah, but... Of course, but you really went for it and you showed yeah. all authentic parts of your journey, the highs, the lows, everything. You yeah. you really did lead the way on social media and now it is trendy. It it's is like a, it's thing, a cool thing. It? Hashtag gaining weight is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag gain with Hashtag Millie. Hashtag gain with Millie, baby. If you don't follow, give it a follow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like it. I am proud. I am proud. I I can honestly happily say that this has definitely been the most proudest thing I've ever done. And also to my family as well. Like, my family can't be proud enough of me because, mm -hmm. you know, like, there was always this kind of competition in my family and between my siblings. And I always just thought that I would only kind of get recognition from my parents from doing good at school or, like, getting a trophy in dance. Mm -hmm. And never, ever did I think that they would... Like, all they needed from me was to just stop being my grumpy, very deficient self as a teenager and just be a nice daughter to be around and someone who's actually healthy and happy. happy. Just happy. And glowing. You raid like you literally radiate happiness. You do. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but I love that. You do, and I guess that's come from like achieving this mm. healthy lifestyle, this balanced approach with health and fitness. Yeah. And, like, you know, weight gain, I think some people associate that with just just gaining like, weight but it's yeah. not it's gaining happiness it's gaining, gaining freedom it's gaining, gaining life and also guys like i i don't want to sound woo woo here like you know cuckoo Manif <laughs> <laughs> manifestation right can i just talk a little bit about oh this? yeah we can have so a whole episode on we that. can we will have a whole episode on this but weight gain has opened up this door to all the other goals and dreams that I wanted to mm -hmm. achieve. And you know why that is? Because the one thing that was stopping me or stopping these dreams to be manifested was be was like that weight loss thing, the, the, all these little brain bullies that I had in my head. And they were little, like little insecurities. barriers. They were barriers. You. And as soon as I punched those, out the way, yeah, punch those out of the way, and I gained weight, and I just did everything opposite to what I thought I should be doing, that's when everything else came to mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Like Instagram, for example, I have gained a whole you've community. Gained, you've gained a community. You change lives. You've got that's so valuable career. to me. Yeah, it's a career now. Isn't it's it? a career, and yeah, it it just shows. It just goes to show, like you had to face. You your just fear. have to face your fears, and mm -hmm. you know what? I've got a quote, but I'm going to say that to the end. But yeah, because we're actually going to end every single yeah. potty episode with a quote. With a quote, um, but it's very aligned to that quote. Oh, okay. Mm. Well. On that note, what do you think has been the most eye-opening thing about weight gain? There's so much to oh it, my but God. can you pinpoint one thing? Most eye-opening thing about weight gain is... Oh, God. 
I guess I, I I just sound like a broken record, but abs do not define me, and that's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Abs don't define me, and, and that is so eye opening for me. When I do look back at your check ins, it was so ab focused. I don't want to lose my abs. Oh yeah. my god, my abs are going. I generally thought people liked me for my abs. Oh my god, I remember you once, uh, uh, quite a few yeah. times actually, would be like, "Can you add more abs into my workout program? Oh I want to I want to do more abs." Yes, and I would be like, "No, Millie, like yes. you don't need to be training abs wow. more than that." And actually, with a lot of my clients who are on a weight gain journey and who are under underweight and who are struggling with these body dysmorphia thoughts they all have this common kind of pattern of wanting to train abs mm, every day i had it i did it every day you did every and day you, you, i kept telling you stop it yeah. Train your abs. yeah, and I just, I just go do some like, heavy squats. Girl. Honestly, I thought if I if I stop training my abs, they're gonna go, and if my abs go, my value is gone, yeah. and it's just mental. Mm. So I think that's the most eye opening thing. But obviously, there's so many eye opening things. Yeah, I don't know, like there's so many eye opening things. Mm. Okay, so now I'm gonna just ask you a few questions. I guess kind of related to some topics that you've been talking about on Instagram lately. One of them being, you look really nervous. Yeah, I don't know what you're gonna ask me. So this is. A question that I actually get from a lot of my clients as well which I think will be insightful for you to answer how do you deal with people commenting on what you eat Mm. or how much you're eating I actually did a post about this the other day and I would just give a massive middle finger up to them (laughs) no honestly it's so hard to not compare yourself and like how much you eat to how much your housemate eats or your mum or whatever like honestly it's so hard and it is still something that I not a struggle with but like it does pop in my head but then I know how to ignore it and it really is just trusting your body and trusting what you want and your cravings like everyone is so different we are all genetically made up with thousands Mm -hmm. of different things and like honestly there's not one person that is like you in this world and you have to stop living or like following what someone else eats, hoping that mm. you're gonna look like them, or if not even that, like you're just hoping that you're gonna be okay. It's just a comfort thing. Um, I, th- I think you just have to be so confident in so your confident. own decision and what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And this is why I tell my clients, you just have to say, trust, I'm it's doing just it trust. For me. It really it's just is the same sort of thing as like I I don't really like alcohol for no mm. other reason than I just don't really yeah. I don't really like the taste of it. I don't like being drunk. And yeah. I can't have hangover, mm. so I don't really drink. I'm drink like a couple times a year and i always get asked mm, why are you not drinking uh, one shot isn't gonna hurt I you oh you're so obsessed with your so i'm like no i just don't want to drink yeah. i'd much rather have a lovely glass yeah. of water and i used to fake and pretend like oh i can't i'm on antibiotics or mm. oh, i can't because of this or that but now i'm just i literally i'm yeah, just confident just i say, don't want it just own it I, I don't want it and the same with food you just mm-hmm. say you know if someone says oh you're eating a yeah. lot or oh that's um you're you gonna um, finish all that your eighth meal today yeah you say yeah it is and I'm yeah. loving it yeah and I bet you'd I bet you'd want another eighth meal so <laughs> you're just jealous <laughs> it is that though it is that you just have to own it own it and I would definitely get a lot of comments from you know the older generations more um and even people online to be honest but I just trusted myself and I know what works for me. And even if you don't know what works with you, you're not going to know by following other people. Mm-mm. You're just going to have to ride your own boat and do what you really want to do. If you want to have seconds and you you're, you really just... You're just holding back so much because no one else is going up for seconds. Just own it. Just fucking 
sorry, I yeah. really shouldn't swear. But I just get so passionate about it. You just have to do it. Yeah. And it's hard. It is hard. But you just have to do it. Yeah. Trial and error. Think in your head, what would Millie do? What would Millie do? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually really cute because some people actually do that. I know. That's really it's cute. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that's obviously a bit of a challenge, but mm. what would you say your biggest struggle or challenge is in your health and fitness journey right now? Um, Because you've kind of gone through the weight gain journey. You're kind of just living your best life What's now. What's my biggest thing now? I guess my biggest thing now, because I don't really have any fitness goals currently, and I think that is a struggle for me because ever since starting the gym even you know when I was dancing all the time I always had like a fitness goal to work towards so I always had some sort of direction or drive Mm -hmm. and now I'm just kind of relying on the drive of just loving the gym and working out when I want to work out working out when I don't want to work not working out when I don't want to work out and I don't know I think that is a struggle because sometimes I feel a bit lost yeah but it's a good thing to to not always have something to work towards because you have to do just kind of live your life maintenance Yeah. yeah like I think a lot of people think they've either got a bulk or cut Mm. or, you know, be working on some specific physique goal or a date. But sometimes it's so important to just be in maintenance and live your life and practice these healthy habits and behaviours and, you know, go to the gym because it makes you feel great. Eat healthy Mm. foods or, you know, fun, Mm. like if it fits your macros type (laughs) food, whatever you want to do and just live your life. Like you don't always need to be on a weight gain journey or a fat loss journey. And I think social media does definitely like it's excavate that mm-hmm. and make it hard because everyone seems to be on on some sort of journey some sort of journey goal, yeah but you have to remember that is largely people on social media who have a job and who yeah. kind of need to have that direction yeah and that focus. yeah but, but also just don't be scared or don't, don't feel like pressurized yeah to, to be to working towards yeah because i think it all just you have to be it sounds so cliche again but you just have to love yourself no matter what stage Mm -hmm. in your journey you are or if you're just at maintenance you just have to always 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 love yourself because Mm -hmm. then you'll never be satisfied and I am satisfied now because I love myself (laughs) like I do yeah we're all about self-love here you know like yeah I I can have like little mini goals here and there throughout my year or whatever but at the end of the day I'm always just going to be satisfied with where I am at I'm not trying to chase for anything else or like prove to anyone anything I'm just me yeah and And you can have like little mini goals in your training like little strength goals but you know these goals now thankfully extend beyond just how you look yeah your career your friends Mm -hmm. your like life goals yeah life goals always as well it doesn't always have to be a health and fitness goal it's true Mm -hmm. and letting go of that sometimes enables you to work on these yeah absolutely that's actually so true i myself i'm actually starting a fat loss phase next week but for me, in the past, it would have been like, because I want to get skinny, mm-hmm. because I want to get my abs, mm. because I used to think that mm. I would only be appreciated appreciated on Instagram yeah. or have any sort of like influence if I had abs. Yeah. And that was my mindset. And that was the whole kind of purpose behind doing a cut, unfortunately. But mm. now, if I want to go through a little fat loss phase, it's because like I've been through a muscle building phase and I want to see the muscle built. It's yeah. more of like an art, yeah, a bodybuilding thing. Yeah. Like, you Just know? like, I don't like being proud of I guess like also showing off what you've been working for yeah like you can 
definitely like change the mindset that you're you're adopting when going through like a, a physique mm-hmm. goal like yeah. now it's not to get skinny it's just or to seek approval no it's no. just you know having a little it's goal to work goal. towards yeah. so yeah there's nothing wrong with not having absolutely. a goal there's nothing wrong with having a goal absolutely you just gotta do it out of do self-love. your thing yeah yeah own it just own, own it. it you know <laughs> Um, oh. Okay, well, I feel like... I feel like that was a that good was episode. A, a good episode. Wow, we had tears, we had laughs. I want to ask you one more question okay. just to round off that little yeah. interview. Okay, so if you were on death row and don't you had one more meal to oh, eat, what would it be? I hate this question. I don't know why I hate this question. You know, actually, you know, you know why I hate this question is because I'm such... A foodie. Yeah, too much, and there's too much, and I'm very indecisive. Like when I when you see me going out for restaurants, I just never know what to order. Anyway, my last meal, sweet or savory? You can have both. Oh, okay, okay. You can't so have dessert, girl. dessert, definitely. I think it's gonna have to be like some sort of apple crumble with custard or apple strudel. Or... You can tell she likes her sweet oh. stuff because she's having dessert yeah, first. I, I know what I like. Um, so an apple strudel, like, really? Yeah, like apple strudel, custard, or like apple crumble. I think more apple crumble because I like the, the crumb chunky crumb yeah. and then for my savory meal i would probably have oh god would i, ha- I really wouldn't have meat this. i wouldn't have meat because i don't eat meat no surely um, you'd want a little bit of sourdough on that oh i would have done sourdough mm. you know what actually i think i'll probably have like some sort of meze so you've got the sourdough the hummus the oh fluffles, a bit of a, like a greek platter yeah the mm. olives Caramelized onion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that. Although oh, I do love pizza. Making me hungry. I do love pizza. Do you know what? You could just go all out and get like a platter of ev- full of everything. Yeah, I'll just I'll cheat it. I'll cheat the system. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. Can I ask you that question? Oh, my God. Okay, I would have... I I think I'd have like a good pasta meal. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can imagine you having that. Oh, sprinkle like of cheese on yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good, a good amount, a, a of, cheese. Good amount <laughs> of cheese. Give me that block. <laughs> Give me a block of cheese. Um, I would definitely have some sort of like Oreo or Biscoff milkshake. Mm, milkshake. Yeah, I'd have so a, a drink. drink. There. A drink. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm thinking this through. Oh, I like um, that. And then for dessert. I oh, so have... you've had no? That's cheating. Why? You can't have milkshake, milkshake and a Why? dessert because milkshake is a sweet thing. Nope, that's my okay. Drink. What other milkshake is that? <laughs> Order me one. <laughs> um, what would I have for dessert? Oh, probably, yeah. I'd probably have like a Nutella crap. Oh yeah, Can't okay, go wrong. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so see that happening. Yeah, you do like actually. Mm, your pancake. You love your so Nutella. hungry. Mm. Oh my god, oh. is that the end of the episode then? I think that's the end of the wow. episode. Wow, I feel like there's still so much covering that, but we'll obviously... quote, 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 yeah, quote. We quote, need quote, a quote. quote, quote okay, quote, 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 quote. what's your quote? My quote, guys, are you ready? My quote is: Just because it's hard doesn't mean it's impossible. Oh. You can do it. You can. And that is my quote. Mm-hmm. And it may not be like a rhyming quote, it's but a, it's, it's a good so true. Thing and I I had to always remind myself that. Yeah. It is hard. Like what what I was going through it, it is hard, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. Mm-hmm. And I did it and I proved that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my quote. Even things like that, like simple quotes, I think it's good to put those as your wallpaper on your phone. Mm. I used to do that. I've got my, my manifestation wallpaper. Do you? Oh, I love that. My old screensaver used to be "Be the energy you want to attract." Yeah, like and it that was that well. for like two years. That's so true. Law of attraction. So is that your quote, or have you no, got one? No, I've got another quote. God, I'm giving you two. <laughs> You're such a cheat. Treating you. <laughs> Mine is the five by five rule. Okay, and I, I live by this. I really do. If it's not going to matter in five years, do not spend more than five minutes being mm, upset about it. So true. Yeah. One of the worst things about me is that I am such a 
such an overthinker. anxious person. Mm. I overthink and worry and think worst case scenario of everything. Me too. So honey. I have to tell myself this, yes. and I'm like, if it does not matter, even in five months, five years. Oh my god. Do not spend five days, more than five minutes about. worrying about yeah. it. There's no need. I love that. Yeah. I'm going to use that in my day-to-day life. And you're going to buy yourself a Lumi. I am going to buy myself a Lumi, I promise. And I'm going to clear out my camera. Yeah, you are. (laughs) Yes, you are. Anyway, so for the next episode, make sure you check out our Instagram so you can put in your little questions or queries that we can answer. We'll Um, be your agony aunts. We will. We'll be your agony aunts. But I hope you guys love the episode. I actually had so much fun doing this. I had so much fun. I hope it's not too long. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Thank you. Bye. we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Go that far, cause I